Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Wrapping up the show here on a Tuesday. PJ Glasser, Mark Trumheller. It's been a great show. Thanks again to Kevin Sweeney, Kate Constable, and Noops for joining us. A lot of great insight throughout the four hours that we have had. Thanks to uh, all of our team behind the scenes. Alex, Tyler, Jake, Mike Brown doing a great job helping us out. As always, we're going to give out some best bets uh, in a little bit to wrap up the show. I got some in college basketball. Mark's got some in the NBA. Mark, I just wanted to ask you a question, though. One of these, you know, open-ended fun segments to wrap up the show. Obviously, we had the Super Bowl a couple days ago. Super Bowl Sunday, one of the best days of the year on the sports calendar. Everybody loves it. You get the casual people who don't watch any NFL games all year, and then they tune in to Super Bowl Sunday. But I just want to know, like, your perspective. We obviously watch sports year-round. We watch a bunch of things. For you personally, Mm -hmm. like, is the Super Bowl, where does it rank on, like, your top days of the sports year? What's the Super Bowl Sunday for you? It's pretty big. Like, I like the Super Bowl in the sense that it's, the, the conclusion, like it's the conclusion of the season. There's a two week build up. I like the media stuff. Like I just always have, like, even as a kid. Um, but most importantly, like I love the strategic matchup of the two best teams, the two coaches going, going at it quarterbacks, right? Because they're, they, it's a legacy defining game, you know, on so many different levels. Like to me, like, I don't think it's like the greatest day on the sports calendar. Like there, there's obviously, you know, a handful of them, that are that are incredible but i do think the super bowl is one of my favorites just because of it, it's where the legacies are made you know what i mean it's where like when you look at like andy reed and you know he was here in philadelphia and he, there was whole tenure like all the heartbreak not getting there you know and then him getting in the super bowl winning the big game quarterbacks are defined by how they play in this single game. So watching that play out, you know, and just memories of a kid of old happened. Buffalo losing four consecutive Super Bowls year after year against decent teams. Like it wasn't like they're running into Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes every year. They're getting buried by Mark Rippon. You know, it didn't matter. Like they, you know, who was over in the NFC? They were losing. So the fact that it like it defines legacies for players, it defines legacies for coaches it defines franchises like their performance there in this single game, the lead into it, the hype, 
the the strategic uh, you know coaching um all plays into it so i i do like the super bowl more than most i don't like the hoopla like i'm not you know a guy i don't care about the squares the blocks all the pools all that stuff but the game itself i love i think it's like the ultimate chess match See, for me, that's what makes it fun. So that's what that's funny that we look at it from different perspectives. I like the fact mm-hmm. that it brings in, you know, my friends who like don't watch Seahawks and Bills in week nine, but they're tuned in for the Super Bowl and they like the squares mm-hmm. and they like the questions and, you know, they'll throw a wager on the game. So from that aspect, I do like it. For me, though, like if I'm talking about my best sports days of the year, the days that I truly get the most excited about, like mm-hmm. I just need things that, have action throughout the day right so mm-hmm. like sure on super bowl sunday like i wake up and i'm excited for like the game right and you like wake up and you're thinking about the game and you're looking at your clock or your phone and you're and like three later. hours until kick. one yeah. hour yeah uh, that aspect i do like of it but uh i mean you know me i'm a college basketball guy like the first two days of the tournament that'll always be the oh, one yeah. seed uh selection mm-hmm. sunday is one of my favorite days of the year like when they just roll through that bracket i love that 30 minutes i think it's awesome um i love rivalry weekend for college football i know you're a big college football guy too like yeah. that is such a great day of college football the iron bowl is always good michigan ohio state when those teams are good always delivers got great games um I do like for baseball, so opening day is a great day, but I also like the day in the playoffs when we're in the division series and we have all four games on in the same day, and it's like one game at 1 Eastern, 4 Eastern, 7, and like 9.30, and they're just all one after the other. I do like that. Um, Master Sunday is probably like my second or third favorite day of the year just being a golf guy. So, I mean, right Mm -hmm. there, Super Bowl is like, I don't even know if it's in my like top three favorite NFL days of the year, if I'm being honest with you. Like, I love week one. I love the divisional round. And I love championship Sunday. Uh, Those three for me, Mark, Mm. personally, like, might just be as good, if not better, than the Super Bowl. I also love Thanksgiving week and, like, everything that comes with Thanksgiving. You get the NFL. Then you get tons of college basketball throughout the day. You got feast week in there. You got you got uh, NHL, NBA gone. There's just so much. So, I mean, the Super Bowl is obviously a big event. It's a great time, but uh, I don't know. For me personally, I don't know if I would put it in the uh, in like the top five for me. It's definitely in my top five with March Madness. You know, college football is interesting now because it's going to shift. Like you talked about rivalry week, and I'm I'm a hundred. I'm right there with you. But, you know, New Year's Day with the two playoff games and the semifinals yep. games, I, I think is up there close. Like, I might actually enjoy the playoff games better. Um, but just because there's more on the line, you know. But sure. also, like, next year we get into the 12-team playoffs. Like, it's going to bring a whole new, you know, You're element right. to it. So, I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, divisional round of the playoffs, comp championship Sunday, all that's great in the NFL. But I just think that, you know, you don't have the buildup from you know the two best teams playing each other that you do at the Super Bowl like there's more action and the action's better and you you know you're watching you know different matchups between different teams during the day and that's great because you're kind of seeing things unfold but um you know I don't think that's kind of on the level of like Super Bowl March Madness you know those types of events so that's really where it is to me it's kind of like Super Bowl March Madness and maybe New Year's Day with the college football, two playoff games, the semifinals, like that might be my top three. 
It's a good one. Can I tell you, always a good sports day, too. That first Saturday in March when you get the Kentucky Derby, NHL, NBA mm. playoffs, and then usually there's like some kind of a big fight. That's when Pacquiao Mayweather was. That was on that Saturday. There's always like some kind yeah. of big fight. So just like diving into everything, obviously get baseball as well. That's always a good day. Father's Day is always a good one, too. You get the final round of the U.S. Open. Sometimes you get an NBA Finals game. So, uh, yeah. A lot of good days. Certainly Sunday was one of the better ones, and we got uh, we got a couple good ones upcoming here in the next month or two. So going to be a lot of fun. Time to drop the dope-ass beat now as we got uh, about five minutes left in the show here. You Better You Bet presented by BetMGM with PJ and Mark. And every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you earn BetMGM reward points that can be redeemed for things like free bets and risk-free tokens or converted to MGM reward points that can be used towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com today. Also, download the BetQL app for all the tools you need to take down the sports books, including five-star plays like the over 223.5 in Thunder and Magic. Mark, any play for you in that uh, Thunder Magic game tonight? Nope, don't have anything in the Thunder Magic, but I, I do like some of the other games. Um, we'll start with, I like Minnesota laying the points against Portland. I know it's a back-to-back. -back. They're coming off a big game, but I just think the market over-adjusts a lot of times when we see this. Minnesota is not going to Denver to play altitude. It's the Portland Trailblazers. They're outside of the top 25 in offensive-defensive rating. I think they're focused here. I think they handle business, cover this number. Also, like Sacramento, plus the four and a half at Phoenix. We talked to noobs about that one. Sacramento, eight and five as a road dog. Phoenix coming off a very emotional loss to the Golden State Warriors. I like Sacramento to handle business. And then the prop in the late game, Lakers, D'Angelo Russell, over 27 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. He's gone over that number in 10 of the last 12 and five straight at home. Very nice. Anything for you in that uh, heat and... Uh... Heat and Bucks game. I know you're asking a lot of people about that. Did you just stay away from yeah, it? Yeah, I really want to bet the Heat, and I don't think I'm going to get there. Another game I had my own was laying the points with Boston. I think, you know, Brooklyn, obviously, you know, you know, had, coming off a good game where they beat up on San Antonio, but uh, Boston is not San Antonio, and I think that number is a little bit short. We're seeing it go down now, even the eight and a half. I, I might hop on that one, to be honest with you. Yeah, that, that certainly is an interesting one. All right, so that's what Mark's got in the NBA. For me in college, I got three plays that I like tonight. The first one is Wisconsin minus nine and a half at home against Ohio State. Badgers have lost four in a row, Mark. Three of those games have been on the road. They're back at home at the Kohl Center where they're really tough to beat. Ohio State's one of those teams in the Big Ten that, like, beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. Maryland, Iowa, Indiana, like, they'll win those games, no problem. When they go up against Purdue, Illinois, Michigan State, that's when they start to show their true colors. Wisconsin, they're angry. They've lost four straight, like I mentioned. They need a win here to improve their seeding. I think this, this spread is as high as it is for a reason. I'll take the Badgers minus the nine and a half. I'm going with Louisville tonight, plus nine and a half against Boston College. Now, Louisville's been terrible the last couple years, but they're actually maybe playing their best stretch here as of late in the last two weeks. Played Clemson pretty tough. Then they had a 101-92 win against Florida State. Played Syracuse really tough. Got a win against Georgia Tech over the weekend. 
Louisville's playing some good basketball, and they're going up against a BC team that I think they can score some points against. Just think it's too many. I'll take Louisville plus the nine and a half against BC. What these games are telling me is that the line should be the same in Wisconsin, Ohio State, Louisville, BC. Not buying it. Finally, I'll take the under in Iowa State and Cincinnati. The Cyclones, number three ranked defense in the country. Cincinnati's got a top 20. Bearcats, it's a must win for them, Mark. They got to have this game. They're right there on the bubble. They blew an opportunity against Houston over the weekend. They got to get a top 10 win against Iowa State tonight. I'll take the Bearcats in a desperate spot to play a defensive struggle kind of game. Give me the under 136 and a half in Cincinnati and Iowa State. Thanks again to Kevin Sweeney, Kate Constable, and Noops for joining us today throughout the show. Mark and I will be back with you tomorrow, Thursday, and Friday the rest of the week, filling in for Nick and Ken here on You Better You Bet presented by BetMGM. Ryan Horvath, Sean Levine, they will be next on BetMGM tonight from 7 p.m. Eastern Time to 11 p.m. Eastern Time, so make sure you tune in and check them out. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you tomorrow for some more You Better You Bet. Mark Drumheller, PJ Glass. Thank mm-hmm. you.